0: Now, Zach, Zach, before you say anything, I already hate myself more than you could possibly hate me right now.
1: Okay, okay. (laughs) Because I
0: chose this movie. Uh
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh, I doubt that.
0: And was this the worst decision I've made this year? No. Because I also chose garbage pail kids,
1: but that's true.
0: This is the perfect movie to end 1987 with. Because like Mm. next year we're doing 2001, and I feel like every movie is gonna be this.
1: This is this is the preparation we need for next year. And if we cannot survive this movie, we're not gonna survive next year. I I tell you what,
0: I am barely (laughs) barely hanging on. This is gonna be a rough one.
1: Hello and welcome to Oldie Butter Goodie. It's the show where we did go back to 1987 ah. and watch movies throughout the year. We did. As they came out. But this... Is the final episode, and what a movie Sandro specifically
0: chose ba-da-bum, to end the year on. Bum, bum. <laughs> oh, yes, it needs that music for this episode. I hate myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like you definitely hated this more than I
0: did. This, no, it's not that I hate it, it's just that this movie made it so that I'm currently. Halfway through my second 10% beer. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. I'm just like, done with everything.
1: I, hey, Sandro, it was your choices that led. You have the power, Sandro. What is... <laughs> the power of choice.
0: Okay, my name is Sandro, your name is Zach. Yep, what yep, yep, is yep. the message of this movie?
1: You clearly didn't grow up in a very Christian household, because this was the most blatant Jesus analogy I've ever seen in my goddamn life.
0: I mean, I did, but I've also disowned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: forgotten. Yeah, yeah, look, look. He he starts off by making all the wrong choices, therefore leading him to a, his sinful ways.
0: Right, he started listening to Lil Nas X. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, does hard drugs, <laughs> get tattoos on his forehead.
0: Have a crush on a blonde girl. <laughs> All cardinal sins. Mm. And then
1: he fights Satan, wins, and everyone's saved.
0: Yeah, because he wins through the power of deciding something about himself. Yep. Which is... The worst
1: Deus Ex Marker I've
0: ever seen in a movie,
1: actually. (sighs) I think I can fully say this. That was the worst, like, oh, I'm just choosing not to lose. (laughs) It was so
0: bad, But also... This is the film company that made the He-Man TV show, and I feel like every episode ends with him choosing not to lose, so therefore it's on brand.
1: Well, yeah, no, but he doesn't specifically use the power of his decision to win.
0: No, he uses the power of Greyskull. Yes, mm. which is
1: at least a force we know to be powerful... Unlike the ability to choose, can I choose to ignore my contracts? Can I choose to not pay my taxes? Exactly.
0: Can I choose to not pay you half the money from Patreon, which is the part of the contract that we made? Oh, no. Doing this show? I've been this bamboozled. You've been bamboozled.
1: This is why you chose this movie after all. So you could avoid all responsibilities. Hey, you could even choose not to edit this podcast at all. I like, could. You could just not I could.
0: This. It could sound awful and out of sync. And it's because Ooh. I chose it. And your choices matter. And that's
1: what we've learned. You should choose to do all the wrong choices because in the end, it won't matter if you choose at the very last second to do the right thing.
0: Yeah. What do we usually do at the start of the show? You tell me the other choices that I could have made Mm. and I regret my entire life.
1: Always the way, every episode, we have Broadcast News, mm-hmm. a rom-com starring a television news producer, a reporter, and a rival sports
0: presenter. I've seen it, I've seen it on TV, it's pretty good.
1: Yeah, that sounded fun. Emperor of the Sun, Yep, a Steven Spielberg coming-of-age war movie starring Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. That would have been really good to do, but unfortunately, as we talked about last week, Very long. That one's, yeah, like three hours long. Uh, Speaking of long, we have The Last Emperor. A historic epic about the last emperor of China. That one's four hours long. But honestly, I feel like we could have slogged through one of those or just done the broadcast news one.
0: It's the perfect movie to wrap Mm. up the 80s because last week we had Batteries Not Included, which was a wholesome sci-fi with really dark undertones. And this week it's whatever this was which was a wholesome kids' film with even darker undertones.
1: I, I wouldn't say dark undertones,
0: a dark message. Mm. A confused message, even. Weird th- There's so many people nostalgic for this movie on the internet, and I just, I don't get it. But I also feel like that's going to be us next year. We're going to be nostalgic for terrible stuff, and then oh, half absolutely. our audience is going to be like, what are they talking about? This is the worst <laughs> yeah, thing.
1: Yeah. yeah, well, that's the thing. Here's the thing, right? I don't know if there's actually too many people nostalgic for it. It's just all those who had that aunt or uncle. There's like, oh, the kids will like Pinocchio. Here, I found this VHS of Pinocchio. I'll give it to them. And honestly, I think for a children's movie, it's fine. But for a real movie, it's bad.
0: I think if you're under the age of eight, this is too scary.
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing. Half the reviews I saw that were positive mm. said it was super scary. The other half said it was nostalgic. And the rest said it was garbage. So, <laughs> so you
0: know. That checks out. Yeah, it's very menacing and the message doesn't make sense. Unlike Brave Little Toaster, which is also menacing and kind of scary. Not scary, yes. traumatic. Yes. But that movie has some sort of message about, like, be yourself or whatever. You know, it's wholesome. Yeah, yeah.
1: Sacrifice for for your friends. Yeah. Always stick together, you know, all that sort of stuff. Like, the story also makes sense and is an enjoyable journey. Mm. Whereas I hate this story <laughs> and the journey. <laughs> I it's looked, really bad Okay, I will say, Sandro I liked things in this movie
0: There were several things I liked in this movie I don't know how to feel about that, to be honest And this may mean that we don't do the show next year Because I just, <laughs> I, I don't think I can forgive you <laughs>
1: Okay, I like some of the voice acting, not all of it. Yeah. Especially the villain.
0: The villain was the best. I wonder which famous sci-fi character he sounds like. Whoa! I have no
1: idea. Who could it's he crazy. be voiced
0: by?
1: So so the voice acting was actually surprisingly good at stages. It was quite good. Um,
0: and one of the songs I thought was pretty good. I liked... I think I liked all the songs, but disliked mm. all the visuals during the songs, aside from the two songs at the end.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, Th- that's fair. Some of the visuals were a bit whack.
0: Like, Um, I liked the fairy godmother who's called the fairy good mother because of copyright. Yep. I liked that song because it sounded like this, like, Michael Jackson wannabe. I don't know what it was about it. The voice was so odd. Yes. And the lyrics were hilariously terrible that I was having a great time with that song. But the visuals were so boring.
1: I hated it. I hated the whole thing. The first song took me off guard and I was like this is this is very bad.
0: We should um we should get through the plot. Uh, I've got some notes up top. Yep, yep. It was released December 25th, so really trying to cash in on that mm. winter break. Yeah, kids Gotta get them. This movie is by Filmation. They did a lot of the early DC cartoons. They also did the He-Man and She-Ra TV shows. Mm, mm. A lot of people criticized their animation for being boring. But I think the animation was fine. It wasn't the
1: worst animation. That's what I'm going to say. There were parts where I, I went, oh, this doesn't look great. There were parts where I was like, oh, actually, this looks pretty cool. But for the most part, it was fine. It was probably worse than the original Disney Pinocchio sort of thing.
0: Which is surprising, because that came out 47 years earlier. Is it surprising, Sandro? No, it's not. It's not at all. Yeah.
1: All right. Thank you. (laughs) And uh, so, unfortunately, it's very overshadowed in that aspect. Mm -hmm. In fact, the whole movie is kind of like overshadowed by the original.
0: They did a really good job of making a bad director video sequel. Yes. That's one thing yes. I, I will applaud this movie on. It's not a Disney film, therefore it's not an official sequel, but it does feel... Like a terrible official Disney sequel.
1: Yeah, 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 absolutely. It feels like the Aladdin two. Yeah, you know exactly. It, it it has that exact vibe. In fact, I was surprised looking it up that it wasn't Disney. Mm. That it was in fact something else, and then I, it all clicked with me why everything was so slightly off. <laughs> <laughs> about the whole thing. I was like, "Oh, this is why the dad looks slightly different." Yeah. Like just a different old man. This is why Pinocchio
0: doesn't look like Pinocchio. It's like it's like when you're hanging around Melbourne Late at night, it's so 1 a.m. No. Uh, during the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Incorrect. And some guy's like, Yo, I'm doing what? a comedy show. Do you want to come for free? No. It's in this basement. And you're like, Don't. Let's go see a comedy show. No. Then you go down into the basement and you're like, Something's a bit off. Yes. The comedy's garbage.
1: It's 1am. It's a really bad comedy show. <laughs> it's a really bad comedy show, but it's 1am, so it's still funny.
0: Um, so, Filmation, they claimed that this movie wasn't a sequel to Disney's movie. It was just a sequel to the original novel, mm. which was published in the 1800s. Ah, uh,
1: to the novel.
0: And so that's technically fine, right? Like, yeah. Alona Holmes exists. That's like fan fiction yeah, based yeah, yeah, off yeah. Sherlock Holmes. There's a movie about that. It's fine.
1: Yeah, uh, there's a bajillion things about Sherlock. Exactly.
0: Know, so. Um, So Filmation were like, it's just a sequel to the novel. But the mouse was like, no,
1: no, no. Who is Who is this mouse exactly? Please elaborate.
0: Mouse Mickey.
1: Ah, yes. Not, not, uh, not anyone related
0: to him. A different... No, no, no relation. A different different mouse.
1: Hi, I'm a high-speaking mouse.
0: (laughs) So the mouse was like, uh, this is plagiarism towards our film from the 40s. This is
1: plagiarism.
0: And they sued Filmation. Uh, But Filmation won the lawsuit because the novel is in the public domain. Got him. So it was all fine.
1: I'll get you next time, fucker.
0: I, oh. Oh, nice. I can't remember Is Jiminy Cricket in the original novel? I haven't read it since I was like 5 or 6 Oh
1: right I, I have no idea I don't think I've ever read or listened to Or anything with the original book So I have literally no idea What okay. the fuck's going on
0: Because they very clearly rip off Characters and plot points From the Disney yes. movie
1: <laughs> Yes absolutely Oh yes very clearly
0: It's quite bad Uh, So, this movie was directed by Hal Sutherland. He was an animator on Sleeping Beauty, Lady and the Tramp, a whole bunch of classics. Uh, He's also one of the three founders of Filmation, so he did lots of work there, Mm. Uh, and he directed this. And look, it's fine. It looks okay. He does animation. Full stop. The three guys that wrote all the original songs for this movie have had plenty of top-charting hits to their name, and plenty of Grammy Awards. There's Barry Mann, who has co-written 53 hits in the UK and 98 in the US. That's a great
1: name. Barry Mann? That sounds like a manly man.
0: One of the other artists is Will Jennings. He's won three Grammys. Nice. Uh, He's done Tears in Heaven. Whitney Houston, Didn't We Almost Have It All? Classics! And then, of course, Steve Tyrell. Wrote the soundtrack to um, Father and the Bride. Great. Okay, less impressive. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, nah, that's that's up there with the rest of them, I feel.
0: Did they phone it in, or did they phone it in, uh, is yeah. my question to you. <laughs> well, the first one was very
1: abrupt, and it felt phoned in super hard. Mm. The other ones felt more natural, like, song we're in an action scene, we're doing a thing, let's let's throw a song in here. Especially, I will mention Born a Winner, I think it's called, or something along
0: those lines.
1: That song slaps, and I love that one.
0: My thing with the songs, though, is there's only four. There should have been more. If they wanted this to be a musical, just commit. Just have, like, six, seven, eight songs like the Brave Little Toaster did. Four is a weird number, especially considering that the movie is, like, 80 minutes long. Yeah, well, that's, like, one every 20 minutes, I feel like. But they have two back-to-back in the casino scene.
1: Yeah, that's true, that's true. I, I was fine with the amount of songs... I feel like the problem is that between the songs, you have to deal with the plot. That's a big downside. I definitely feel if they had less of the plot, maybe, maybe you're right, maybe more songs so they don't have to worry about, I don't know, the plot getting in the way. That would be
0: good, but, uh, yeah. Agreed, agreed. All right, the cast. uh, Playing Pinocchio is Scott Grimes. I know him as Lieutenant Gordon in the Orville. Oh, yeah. But he was doing him to, like, kid acting sitcom roles in the 80s, and this was one of them.
1: Oh, jeez! I thought he was... Swell,
0: playing the Emperor of the Night mm. is James L. Jones. Whoa, what's he doing in this? What? How is Darth Vader in this? Hell yeah! Pinocchio sequel from Wish. How is he in this? <laughs> No sequel from which.
1: That is true. But also he is the best character instantly. He is. And it's incredible. He is he is the best character and it's awesome. And he sounds awesome because it's James Earl Jones.
0: So um I feel like he was probably in the studio for maybe like three hours. Yeah and he got a million dollars.
1: Absolutely. As he should. You know what? Why wouldn't he be in here, Sandro? Did
0: you think of that one? That's a good point. So he's, of course, Darth Vader. He's Mufasa. And it's a nice, like, tying up the year in a bow for us. Because we did see him in Alan Quatermain and the Lost City of Gold yep. at the start of the year which was also terrible. Yeah, that is true! Tom Bosley plays Geppetto. He was Howard in the sitcom Happy Days, which, great. Mm. Dom Knotts <laughs> plays G. Willikers, the Glowbug. Mm. It's because they couldn't call him whatever the name of the animal is from the first one. Yep. Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket,
1: yes, which is another... It's another, like, thing you say... But but the thing with Jiminy Cricket is he is a cricket. Yeah. That's what makes his name like a funny little pun, because he's Jiminy
0: Cricket. Because Crickets. he is a cricket. What's a williker? He's not a williker. That's... The, say like... <laughs> say like, oh, bugger. Uh, Grammy Award winning rock star Ricky Lee Jones plays the fairy mm. good mother, uh-huh. not the fairy godmother. And finally, Frank Welker, the voice of Scooby-Doo himself from the 2000s onwards, is the racist Persian monkey.
1: You're not going to talk about, like, the bad guy? The, the, the puppeteer master? Or or the ra- raccoon?
0: Um, Yeah, Papatino is played by William Wilden, who, I think yeah. he's like in, like, Star Trek, uh, for like an episode, a bunch of Twilight Zone stuff. He was He was cool. He was very British, and I appreciated that.
1: Yes. Oh, what about the bee? The bee! Speaking of British... Speaking of British, we've got a a right old sporting chap. Yes. A proper bee here. That's right. He's part of the Royal Air Force. God save the Queen. Because he's a bee, therefore God save the Queen would actually make
0: sense in his context. Would it surprise you to learn that he was actually american (gasps) an american putting on a british
1: accent impossible
0: it's jonathan riley i know him best as the villain zachary smith from lost in space i know him from that he's the bad guy in that show he's in a heaps of like Get Smart stuff around the 60s as well. Ooh! ooh. He was great, actually. <laughs> right. I'm glad that you brought him up, because he was probably the yeah. best. He was the best character in the movie, yep. Uh, no critics score on Rotten Tomatoes, but it does have four reviews. Two of them are positive, two of them are negative, so it would be 50%. Granted, the two positive ones are retrospectives and uh, purely based off nostalgia. Yep. From what I could see. So not actual proper critic reviews. 56% audience score as well. I had a look through what critics were saying at the time and uh, I found a quote which I love from the Los Angeles Times, which was, this movie illustrates just how badly American animated features have degenerated. (laughs) (laughs) Woof pretty bad scathing yikes some people were like why isn't this a tv movie yeah just yeah, general yeah. disdain from all critics wow that was harsh that is a harsh one but a lot of people grew up with this on tv on home release and so it's quite nostalgic now it's not nostalgic enough for it to be on dvd though this has never been released outside of uh, vhs
1: yep well i'm not saying that's a
0: good thing but i'm saying
1: it isn't a bad thing
0: you're right you're right the budget according to some reports it cost 10 million dollars
1: i mean yeah that makes sense animations were quite expensive and they're quite time consuming especially back then Mm -hmm. we had to do loads of things like super manually and couldn't i don't know just make a studio bent on copy pasting loads of animation yeah
0: or make them do crunch time in the last two weeks yes. before the film's release.
1: And then just pump out garbage after garbage.
0: Sonic the Hedgehog after... Minion. Adam's family after Minions.
1: Yeah, because that that would be awful. Mm. And an exploitation of human rights.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know, an Assassin's Creed game every year. Oof. And every year we hear the same stories about the developers hating themselves. Oh, that got depressing. What do you think it made in the U.S.?
1: <laughs> oh, I made a shit ton. Uh, like thirty mil.
0: Made three point two million dollars.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> oh.
0: Which I think is good because mm. if you're gonna plagiarize a Disney classic, then you should lose money.
1: Do you know what? Do you know what I think? This reminds me of the White Lion. <laughs> you ever uh, seen the, the White, white Lion? lion? <laughs> I remember the White Lion. And this is this, I have an interesting story about the White Lion. Yep. So the White Lion was a rip-off of the Lion King.
0: I feel like you told this story on our episode of the Lion King, but it's been like 100 plus episodes since then, so please continue. I'm going to tell it again. I didn't know of its existence till I visited a random
1: friend that honestly wasn't that big of a friend it was just some random guy from 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 church
0: oh ties into this movie
1: (laughs) yes correct and we only hanged out that one time but we watched the white lion and they had every single release of the white lion that had ever existed
0: Wait, so was this like an anime family who love anime and they're no. like, the anime of The Lion King is so much better because White Lion is technically an anime?
1: No. They were just very Christian, I think, and it had a right. lot of Jesus allegories in it. Okay. Did they own every
0: copy of the Veggie Tales series?
1: I don't know. But anyway, they, they... It was cool, and I watched it, and I enjoyed The White Lion, Yeah. because I was a child, yeah. and I didn't recognise whether it was bad or not. I just liked it, because they had copied something I'd done. And I think that's what people feel for this movie. They watched it, and not knowing it's it's like not having watched anything else super mm-hmm. good yeah not knowing what's bad and what's good yet you get a lot of nostalgia for this film because it's not the worst film ever made it's just not very creatively well done or anything you know
0: what i mean the thing with the white lion though is that came out in the 60s yeah and Lion King was 94.
1: Huh. Was Lion King a rip-off of The White
0: Lion? Technically, Lion King is a ripoff of White Lion. Although, that was an anime. I don't know how available that was in the US at the time. Alright, so, I, I
1: feel justified now for my liking of
0: The White Lion. <laughs> White Lion
1: <laughs> is the best series to ever exist. <laughs> and all you, you dumb beta losers thinking that The Lion King is good are just wrong. You're
0: wrong. Mm. I think The Lion King's got more emotional punch, though, than The White Lion.
1: I disagree. I disagree. Only only because you're attached to some dumb voice actor who does some dumb lion dad. He sucks. I hate him, and I I really hope we don't have to talk about him anytime soon.
0: Anyway, the uh, taglines for this movie, there's three of them. Mm, three of them. All right. The first tagline is, a continuation of the family classic.
1: Right. So really on the nose there of the, we're not a sequel to this, but we'll pretend that we are, <laughs> but we're not legally. Because <laughs> yeah. they didn't say what it's a sequel of. But it's very blatantly trying to make you think that it's a sequel. Wow.
0: Also, not a sequel, a continuation as well. Yeah,
1: that is very scummy, by the way. This all feels
0: super scummy. Uh, thumbs down. I'm going to make a movie called The Land Before Aging. Mm. And the main character is going to be called Tiny Toes. (laughs) Yep. And they're going to be a ancient animal okay
1: all right yeah 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 no uh title change i think the land before uh, clocks the land <laughs> the before, <land> before clocks <laughs> the land before timekeeping
0: devices <laughs> a continuation of the family classic yes uh your second tagline is the biggest movie of the holidays is here and that's no lie that, uh,
1: ah, I see, because it's put I feel, I can hear their noses growing as they say the statement. So, yeah. big thumbs down. Yeah,
0: it's bad. The third one's so much worse.
1: <laughs> oh, here we go. I'm excited.
0: Adventure, excitement, fantasy. One boy has a nose for it all. Oh wow. It's a thumbs
1: down. But I like that more than the other two, at least. At least it was a bad, like... Yeah. It was bad for big being a, just a stupid tagline rather than making me feel like this is a scummy ripoff of another movie.
0: That is a good point. All right, let's get to the synopsis. Uh, my first note, and I think you'll appreciate this, my first note is, Great font. Is this where things stop being good? Let's find out.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's find out. Well, well, here's the thing, Sanjo. Here's yep. the thing. Yeah. Uh, James Earl Jones is pretty good. So you, you were, you were. I'm not saying you predicted the whole movie. I'm just saying you predicted most of it in that statement. Uh, what What happens at the intro? So, we get some opening credits. We get a spooky forest, for some reason.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We see a, a giant ship. This giant ship wakes up
0: a British bee. Just say that sentence again, please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a large industrial ship yep. rocks up to this Forest, yep. which just so happens to be by the sea question mark yep. and wakes up a very British aeronautical bee <laughs> who gets rather miffed saying, I see, say, what's all this ruckus all about?
0: Yeah, it's pretty spot on though. Yep. But also, the ship carries a carnival, which is sentient and evil.
1: Yes, yes, because we see on the top snake out like some sort of tentacle eldritch being yeah I thought it was gonna fucking attack people or eat them
0: the tentacles were weird
1: that was the most scary thing I think in the entire movie this tarp just snaking out of the ship yeah I hated that a lot I hated its movements it's very gross it's followed by some caravans and then they set up uh they like magically unfurl and set up a giant
0: uh circus. And we're like spooky and ominous. Yep. But what's more spooky and ominous is Geppetto. He's at his house Ooh. and he does a big fart. <laughs> what? Yep. I missed that part where he did a big fart. He did. Go back to the movie. He's there and he's working on like this puppet house thing. And he just lets one rip and he's like, <laughs> I missed that part. And then he starts talking about how he loves that his son is a real kid or whatever. Yeah.
1: But why did he rip a fart? I don't remember that.
0: Look, it could have also just been a weird copy. <laughs> I know. But I wrote down the fact, I think Geppetto just farted. <laughs> I missed that entirely. I'm bringing up the movie right now and I'm having a look. <laughs> oh, yeah, here's the scene. There's a rooster. Yeah, we got the rooster. He does a fart. <laughs> no,
1: that isn't a fart. That, that isn't... <laughs> no, that's a, a fart.
0: That's, that's a, a fart. Sound he effect. scratches his butt and then he goes <laughs> burp, 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 and a fart no, always there's... plays. Burp, burp. Because it's a horn. It's a trombone going... Brr, brr. The only time a trombone plays in a kids animated film from the 80s is when a character is farting. <laughs> he doesn't... <it>. Geppetto <laughs> rips a fart. <laughs> he doesn't...
1: He doesn't... It. It's a horn. It's just a sound effect.
0: In the, in the I, No, it's a fart. <laughs> I'm playing a clip from the movie so right now. It's at 3 minutes and 18 seconds, me in the future when I'm editing. Play the sound clip right now. <gasps>
1: I can't wait to see the look on his face.
0: It's a fart.
1: It's not. uh, Yeah, yeah. If they make a deliberate point about it, but they make zero point. It's just a sound in the soundtrack. They make a point
0: because he scratches his butt and then he does a little wiggle. (laughs) <laughs> I'm dying on the hill <laughs> so but, but that Geppetto does a fart at the start of this movie. He
1: doesn't even scratch his butt. He wipes his hand on his pocket. No.
0: I can't no. It.
1: Why? Why have you brought up the worst things today? Okay, I want to get through this movie, just, so I've got to move on just keep going. This, but you are wrong.
0: No, it's a fart. I'll die on this hill. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: can die on it, to be honest uh it's pinocchio's birthday his birthday is when he became a boy which i thought was interesting i thought you would have put his birthday is when he was made you know crafted it's a good point point. and also because he clearly creates a boy that isn't one years old right mm. he creates him at the age of like eight or
0: nine or ten or whatever and we're assuming that he grows like a regular kid now?
1: Yes. Now that he's
0: human. So I'm just saying by the time
1: he's twelve or whatever officially, he'll look like twenty. Good point. It's gonna be weird. It will be weird. I'm just saying you gotta you gotta decide what age obviously it's not the age he existed, but still it's it's a it's gotta be weird. It's gotta be weird.
0: Yeah. So it's his birthday and we see that he's made his own wooden Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. Did Jiminy Cricket die off screen?
1: Jiminy Cricket is dead, Sandro. (laughs) He's dead and you need to get over him. He's a cricket. Their lifespan (laughs) is two weeks max. But now he has a wooden one that will live forever.
0: And it's called G Willikers because copyright. Yes. Oh God. What a terrible name. It was funny, though, how Pinocchio kept saying gee willikers. That was funny. Yeah,
1: that was really bad. It was so bad. Oh, dear. Anyway, he makes a wish on a cake, but he says it out loud. And that's not that's very specifically not how wishes work.
0: That negates your wish.
1: Yeah, that negates your wish. Therefore it doesn't happen. But it then happens, which is really frustrating. They should have had him close his eyes and then have a voiceover. Mm. That's what you do. It's very simple. And it keeps the cake rules consistent.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: So uh so the the, the good mother shows up and I feel like it's less because he wished for it, more because the good mother was just waiting to show up. She kind of can just appear whenever, and deus etes midway through the movie, and then decides not to later on.
0: So the fairy good mother looks like the sorceress from He-Man, but more importantly, mm-hmm. is the fairy good mother, the fairy godmother, I should say, in the original Pinocchio, that's an old woman. Yep. This is a young woman. Yeah, because they're different, Sandro, remember? Does the fairy godmother have Benjamin Button syndrome and she gets younger? Or is this, like, another fairy godmother?
1: I think it's another one. Mm. And it is the daughter, because the original (laughs) one died. Oh,
0: no, not another great (laughs) character that I love dying. I
1: know! I'm so sorry to tell you, but... Um, the third movie is Pinocchio dealing with the death of all his loved ones <laughs> as he outlives them all as he is an immortal boy.
0: Geppetto dies, and he's yes. just—he's
1: like it is. It is like thirties now. Yep, but like everyone he knows, except for I now guess his other wooden friend, dies
0: because he is an immortal wood being. So Pinocchio's in the public domain. We could make this movie.
1: We could. We could make that movie, yes. <laughs>
0: anyway, the fairy good mother sings a song about the rights of freedom?
1: Yes. This is the most American movie we will ever watch. It is all about freedom and the choice. You gotta rise up against the authority. It's...
0: Something else.
1: But also they talk about love and how the love's in you, which is like, okay, sure. But also it's very sudden to just start singing.
0: It sounds like a really, really bad Michael Jackson B side from like one of his like sad albums.
1: Yeah, but also it's definitely sung some by someone different, and I feel like they put different emphasis. They're not trying to be Michael Jackson.
0: No, they just sound like them. I have some quotes from this scene. Yep. Um, She finishes her song and she turns to Pinocchio, and she's like, Don't worry. If you take freedom for granted, you might lose it. You might even turn into a puppet again. The most obvious foreshadowing I think I've ever heard in a movie, yeah, ever. She
1: also, she also bomb-drops that right after this lo- She talked with him earlier, had this long-ass song, and as she's fading out of existence... She bombs dropped them. Oh yeah! By the way, if you give up your freedom, you you die. Yeah. Just just FYI, just throwing it out there.
0: So Geppetto tells Pinocchio, "Hey, there's a weird carnival in town. Don't go there." So when Pinocchio is out the next day, going to deliver a jewelry box to the mayor for ten gold coins.
1: Yeah, so he's got this important Red Riding Hood-esque mission where he has to go through the woods to deliver this parcel. Yep. And he's not to get distracted by anything. And the guy specifically says, there is a carnival in town. Do not go there. Go straight to the mayor. Literally the first time he sees the carnival goes, well, let's fucking go there. Let's go there. And, and his
0: wooden toy, G Willikers, comes to life in his pocket. Is like, hey, very good mother, made me alive so I could warn you, don't go to the carnival, you idiot. Yep. And he still goes. This guy, this whole film, it pisses
1: me off. Because the thing to avoid this entire movie happening is to just listen to the right people. Mm. He constantly, throughout the entire film, will only listen to people who are bad guys at the time. And when they become good guys, he immediately stops listening to them, which is what he was doing before. He was completely listening to them. They would say bullshit and he was lapping it up. But as soon as they became good guys, he was like, nope, not listening to you anymore.
0: (laughs) maybe Pinocchio just really really wants to be evil (laughs) I think this is Pinocchio's dream Pinocchio wants to be the emperor yeah Pinocchio wants to rule the land by the side of James L Jones and the emperor of the night by the way bad title Pinocchio and the emperor of night better title just make that the name anyway um he wants to be a bad guy I think Pinocchio wants to be evil he's already dealing in witchcraft talking to the fairy godmother. Yep, who is canon, a witch. Yep.
1: Who is currently fighting for power with the Dark Emperor. (laughs) Yep. Like, the only reason we as viewers think she's good is because she helps Pinocchio out, but she only helps him really so he can murder the Dark Emperor. I'm just saying, I think the the good mother might not have the best intentions.
0: That is a twist in this movie. The whole reason the emperor of the night has any plans for Pinocchio is because he wants to defeat the fairy good mother. Yep. So that's a that's a whole thing. Anyway, Pinocchio goes to the carnival. He sees a racist raccoon and an even more racist monkey. So the
1: two animals get in trouble after scamming people out of their money with the old cup swap trick. Classic. It's a terrible scene,
0: but... Um, it goes on for ten minutes.
1: It's really long, and it's really bad, because they have the whole, like... He, he swaps the cups around, and there's a mouse underneath... And then he reveals it, and the mouse is trying to stay in the cup, but he falls out, so he distracts them by going, Oh, look, the sky's falling. It's terrible. But also, a lady freaks out when she sees the mouse, but I'm like, he showed you the mouse before, why didn't you freak out then? But also, the monkey, the whole time, is stealing from them, but also, then they all run away, and escape by hopping into a cannon which they liked by smoking a fat joint, which is canon for Pinocchio, because in the first movie, Pinocchio smokes a fat joint. He does. So that makes
0: sense. He does. It was the 40s. It was a different time.
1: It was a different time. So they, they get launched out of cannon. They land on Pinocchio. Pinocchio's like... Hey, I trust you implicitly.
0: <laughs> yep. Instantly, Pinocchio is like, What's up? My name's Pinocchio. I'm going to the mayor to deliver this very valuable jewelry box for a whole bunch of money. Don't mind me. I'm just going to go on my way. Please don't make me go to the carnival. I've been told not to go there.
1: But also, he's like, Oh, hey, is that a big gem? Let me give you this property I don't own and have been tasked to deliver for this big gem. And I'm like, Pinocchio, (sighs) that's a no-no.
0: Yeah, so then Pinocchio goes back home and is like, oh no, the gem they gave me was a fake. Yeah. It was a fake. What a twist. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. I almost want to be a puppet again. So to stop my suicidal (laughs) thoughts, I'm going to go to a carnival for fun or something and try and get a job there. I'm going to try and get a job at the carnival.
1: I'm just saying, if you change every time it mentions him turning into a puppet or him turning into a puppet to just death. This becomes way darker.
0: Oh, he says that line, I'm thinking of becoming a puppet again, as he's looking out of his very high off the ground window. Yes. And it's raining and it's night and I felt worried for this kid's safety. (laughs) Oh my God. This isn't a joke. It's genuinely quite dark.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, he he leaves. He decides to run away to the circus. A very sane thing to do. Because you've already fucked everything up by going to the circus. Why not go to the circus again?
0: Yeah, the circus that every single person in, in your life is telling you not to go to.
1: Yes. To solve the issues of you causing trouble to everyone, you're going to cause way more trouble for everyone.
0: Exactly. Ugh...
1: I wrote down twice in a row that his plans were stupid. One was to trade for the gem, which was very stupid. Yep. And then immediately he does this, which is also extremely stupid.
0: So he gets to the circus and there's a girl puppet. Oh, Twinkle. They couldn't even come up with an Italian name like Pinocchio. Yep. They couldn't even come up with, like, twinkle I I don't know. Something clever. They just call it Twinkle. <laughs> You say something clever and you call it Twinkle O.
1: <laughs> yeah, so she sings a very depressing song about not having anyone to love. That was something else. That was that was pretty solid. I liked that song. It was very out of place and very like it took me out of the movie because I was like, wait, what is this song singing about? She has no one to love. But he falls in love with her, because (laughs) he he wasn't an inanimate object, so it makes sense for him to have fallen in love with another one.
0: Um, okay, so the thing is here, uh, Tiffany, Twinkle's voice, sorry, I've been watching the Mm -hmm. Chucky TV show recently, and one of the puppets is called Tiffany, um, Twinkle's voice is this probably, like, nine-year-old girl. We then see that Puppetino, the evil puppet master, who's very British, he's the one controlling her. Where's the voice coming from? Is he doing it?
1: Well, actually, actually, no. There was a machine that was doing it for him earlier. Ah, uh, okay. We saw that... You you remember that big contraption thing? that There was, like, lots of pipes and other things? Apparently that was supposed to be puppeteering her. That's what I thought anyway. And therefore making... The voice. Yeah. But also, I think it might just be her voice, because we hear her later on. Yeah. Like, she can actually
0: talk, but she's still a puppet. Yeah, the puppet rules are weird and don't make sense, but I guess they're all sentient. I think she can still talk, but she um,
1: she's, like, literally forced it uh, at, at puppet point hey.
0: to do what he, he wants. She's singing about how, like... I love that I'm away from everyone I know and have got no one to hold at night. Yes. And then the music just drops out. (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, four. Yeah. And then the happy stuff starts again. So it's very clearly a cry for help.
1: Yeah. But none of the audience notice it. I'm just saying, it's very clearly her singing to appease the puppet master. Mm. But she's also trying to signal to people to help her. Mm. Anyway... Pinocchio's tricked by the Puppet Master because he's in love with this puppet.
0: This inanimate object.
1: And the Puppet Master offers him fame and fortune. Ooh! And so Pinocchio chooses to follow him, and then gets turned into a puppet in an epic dance
0: number. In a very scary epic dance. The music is menacing for that sequence. Very creepy. There's Puppetino, and he's got, like, crosses in his hand, and then just springs, sprouts from them, and attaches itself to Pinocchio. That was quite a striking image. Mm. That was quite scary. This film gets very dark at times, almost dreamlike. Mm. And if the whole movie was like that, I might have enjoyed it, but I didn't.
1: Yes, well, I think it is specifically the power of the the Dark Emperor. Yeah. his specifically his domain is the dreams. Good dreams and bad dreams. Mm. So I think the, the Puppet Master has some of that power as well. So anyway, G. Willikers saves... Uh, everyone's favourite character, the the British bee.
0: Yes, they fight with a giant spider with a human tongue that was terrifying. Oh, yeah, that was awful. I'm mainly just bringing that up because I know that you hate spiders and then also spiders with human tongues. I just feel like that was yep. not your vibe.
1: Honestly, it, I was fine because it was less spidery and more human. <laughs> That's fair enough. I made it less scary for yeah. me, to be honest. But also, I felt bad for the spiders because I was like... Man, these spiders just wanted to eat, you know? Mm. Just like that frog later on. They need to eat bugs. It's the circle of life,
0: right? You're right. There's a lot of anti-circle-of-life stuff in this movie, which is the same with Brave Little Toaster from memory. Mm. Animals that want to eat, they're evil. Yep, so that's a fact. After the fight, the bug, uh, G-Willikers, and-, and the bee, they go to the carnival to save Pinocchio, and the fairy good mother is there, and she's like, Pinocchio! You're naughty. You should care more about your freedom. Uh, You're human again now, though. I'm making you human again.
1: I'm gonna save you from this mistake you made earlier because we need you to be the main character for the second half of this film. So I'm just gonna deus ex machina this. But I won't come again. Why? Because I just said so. (laughs) And then
0: Pinocchio's like, Oh, gee willikers, not you, bug. Just the term in general. Oh, boy, I sure made a mess of things. I'm going to go steal the expensive jewel box back. What? Kid, get out of there. It's only worth 10 gold coins. Yes. I mean, to be fair, that's probably
1: his father's life savings, but think about your own life saving, if you know what I'm saying. Your life.
0: Yes. Just don't die. And then we get a quote from Grumblebee, uh, who's like, Oh, this kid doesn't know what he's doing. He's run off to get the expensive jewellery box. When yep. I catch him, I'm going to give him a good kick in the pants. In fact, I'll give him four kicks in the pants because I have four legs. Yep, he does say that. I wrote that down for some reason.
1: Um, so he goes off to get the box. The bugs go to Bugsville or whatever the crap they call it. They fight a toad that invades the Bugsville
0: yeah weird interlude to just fill time
1: i do i do like uh the the British bee so I was a fan, but the rest of it was pretty bad i liked the 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 frog look cool, but the way they defeat him is First off, he tries to eat them and he eats a statue by mistake. Second off, instead of, I don't know, using his tongue like he was two seconds ago, he grabs the bee and like tries to manually eat him with his hand, which Mm -hmm. of course fails because the bee just flies away. Yep. That made no sense.
0: There was a moment during that scene when he grabs the bee where I thought, is the bee going to sting him and sacrificing himself, you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, But that never happened, and I was very disappointed.
1: Freaking G. Willikers hits the frog on the foot, which makes him do, like, a cartoon jump in the air. And I was like, wouldn't that have been more impactful if he got stung? If the the frog was planning to eat the bee, the bee was gonna sting him, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But he can't stand a hit from a fucking grasshopper wannabe that just hits him with a tiny stick. That causes him massive injury. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. So, how is he supposed to even attempt to eat a bee? Because surely a sting from a bee is going to be way worse than being gently tapped by a grasshopper.
0: Yeah, damn. That whole sequence really doesn't make sense. It doesn't
1: make any sense and is stupid. So, moving on.
0: Uh, moving on. Uh, the raccoon. And the racist Persian monkey, who is voiced by Scooby-Doo... yeah, befriend- Say
1: that statement again, Sancho.
0: <laughs> they befriend Pinocchio because there's a reward out on Pinocchio. The Puppetino yep. has put out a reward for the recapture of Pinocchio. He's a wanted real boy. And so the raccoon and the racist monkey, they decide to... Uh, well, stereotypical monkey.
1: They decide to... I think saying racist really isn't going to get you in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I feel fine. like he's pretty racist.
0: <laughs> they put Pinocchio on their ship, like, we're going to help you get the jewellery box back because someone stole it or something?
1: Yeah, yeah, the circus took it. Uh, they they tell him that the bad guy that Pinocchio's already met stole it off them. yeah. And so he, they'll say they'll take him to him, so they can he, they can help him get it back. Yes, which really they're
0: just tricking him into handing it over for the reward. And they're very anti Pinocchio until. Uh, they go fishing one afternoon, and a giant fish grabs one of the lines and pulls them in, and there's this whole terrible chase sequence that doesn't really matter. Uh, but Pinocchio saves them from this giant fish. Yeah. And then the raccoon and monkey are like, Thank you for saving us. We now think that you're pretty okay.
1: And now we don't want to be bad guys. And now it's your time for us for the entirety of the rest of the movie to ignore anything we say, just like the rest of the good
0: characters. Yep. Instantly, Pinocchio's like, oh, you like me now? Don't care. Well, I'm not going to listen to you. (laughs) That's so dumb. I hated
1: it. I hated it. Because literally he doesn't listen to any good character. Yeah. And only listens to the bad characters until they have his best intentions. Yeah.
0: No, it's bad. They rock up to the ship where the carnival was, because that's where they're going to get the joy box.
1: They, the, 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 the raccoon and racist monkey try and get away, but they fail. Like, they fight over the steering wheel and everything, and then they get caught in the ship. Now the ship
0: eats them. Yep. Much like a whale. Yep. In a movie from the 40s. It definitely wasn't
1: originally going to be a whale, and then they were like, "Mm, maybe we'll get sued if it's a whale. We better change it to a ship. Because inside this ship that's not a whale is like a river flowing. Yeah. And there's cave walls and everything. Yeah. Much... Like, so, like there was water inside of something that had very uh, cave-like surrounding. Uh, it was it was originally a whale, I bet it until they whale. changed
0: it. It was a whale.
1: And then they meet a boat guy, like a like an Italian
0: boatmaster dude. It's definitely not James L. Jones doing a slightly less menacing voice.
1: And he's like, "Hey, kid, I can help you find what you're looking for." And so Pinocchio instantly trusts and believes this man now that he's in a strange environment.
0: But Zach, what is it that Pinocchio wishes for? Because we don't know. Because there's zero character development in this movie.
1: Well, he he wants the uh, he wants the jewel box. Yeah. And clearly, he has zero of the motives for doing anything else. Because, as you said, he hasn't had any sort of establishment for wanting anything else except maybe the female character because he falls in True. love with that he's in
0: love with so that
1: maybe maybe the bad guy's
0: going to entice him with that i think that would make logical sense anyway to quote the bad guy fame i'll make you famous that's what you want is to be famous they repeatedly offer him fame why does why does pinocchio
1: want fame
0: i haven't seen that original 40s movie since i was 12 uh which is a certain amount of years ago he doesn't want to be famous in that film, right? No, fame isn't really a thing. It's just a generic want
1: that they bring up. And he's like, yeah, I definitely want to be famous.
0: Is it because it's the 80s and all kids want to be famous?
1: Yes, but also that's more like today. I would say that's, that's more, today. more of a
0: today thing. I would agree.
1: Anyway, the evil Boatman's like, hey, your jewel box is this way, but over here is a place where all your dreams come true and you can just have fun and play with all these toys and uh, take drugs.
0: Uh, Well, well, not drugs. Drink water from a magical water fountain and also smell the flowers. Snort cocaine. Pinocchio does drugs. Pinocchio goes to a Vegas neon club. Yes. At midnight. Full of children. Full of children. And he does drugs and he gets drunk. They very specifically are like, what's
1: this drink? And it's like, I don't know, but you'll like it sort of thing. It's like, yeah. oh, they're just making this child's drink. <laughs> they wow. are. Wow.
0: Pinocchio just skulls a pint of beer. Yeah, he just smashes a cold one with the boys. And the lyrics this whole time, the song is called Neon Cabaret. And the lyrics are Welcome to the Neon Cabaret, you don't even have to pay. Which, if I went into a nightclub and the song was that, I would get out. Sorry. Mm, Yes.
1: Cause, Cause, we know nowadays, if I'm not paying with money, I'm paying with something else. I'm paying you know? with
0: with soul. With
1: my my details, my Facebook details being sold to market advertisers. You know, nothing
0: is free in this world. It was really bad. So he's then pulled backstage at this Vegas nightclub. He no, he blacks
1: out after oh, yeah, drinking no, too out. many drinks. <laughs>
0: So dumb. This is probably like teaching kids worse lessons than the yeah, decent yeah, lesson yeah. that it's trying to teach.
1: It's teaching them to go out drinking, have fun, and then in the end you can just make the right decision and it will all be okay. <laughs> so you might as well go do that.
0: Exactly.
1: So it's it's literally saying go out, get drunk, get arrested, and then once you have to do any sort of like consequences for your actions rebel against authority and lie your way out of the situation that's what this movie's message is
0: i mean it worked for all the kid actors that grew up watching this oof so he's taken backstage and he's told go out onto the stage do a song and dance your fans are waiting for you.
1: And so he's like, of course, yes, my fans. I can't disappoint them. What fans? I mean, he is drunk, so honestly, I can I can probably Yeah, but accept- I'm
0: drunk right now, and I know that I don't have the sort of fans that would show up to a dingy uh,
1: yes, Vegas but-
0: nightclub to watch me do a song that was written in the 80s.
1: Yes, but also, he's a child, <laughs> and he's... And is canonically very stupid. You have me there. <laughs> yes. But also, you would go to a 1am stand-up, so you can't really talk.
0: Yeah, but I was sober when I did that.
1: You were sober when you did that. I feel like that's worse <laughs> on your part, to be honest. That's not, a, that's not an indictment. I feel like, you know.
0: Look, it's the Melbourne Comedy Festival. You just get swept up in it, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: I feel like then you can relate to Pinocchio here because he just gets swept up in all the hype here and put on stage to do stand-up in front of weird strangers because of peer pressure. You like this song, right? Yeah, I thought the song was pretty good. The visuals were a bit weird at first because you've got showgirls and then the racist monkey and the raccoon... Uh, dress up as women to dance on stage, except they don't dress up as showgirls. They just put on generic
0: costumes. They're dressed up in drag, but not like show Vegas drag. They're dressed up in Mrs. Brown Boy's drag. (laughs) Which which doesn't
1: make any sense because they're trying to blend in.
0: Also, there's a disembodied mouth that like smiles, and it's just the Cheshire Cat.
1: Yeah, but it's also the communist cat, because it turns into a big red <laughs> communist star, I'm just Yeah, it does, doesn't it?
0: But also, it's clearly the bad guys. so, you know. The communist Cheshire Cat is the Cruella film we didn't know that we mm, needed. Yes,
1: yeah, so anyway, anyway, the visuals uh, aren't great, they yeah. make no sense, but the song slaps, I say. I like the song. It was my favourite song of the movie.
0: Yeah. Then Pinocchio blacks out again and and wakes up in a black void right in front of the Emperor of the Night. He's got four hands. Yeah, and he looks
1: sick. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to steal this bad guy and use him at some point because
0: he seems great. I love. He kind of seems like the bad guy from Aladdin, though. It's the same sort of visual, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's absolutely Jafar, one of my favorite bad guys of all time. Yeah. So you know, even a second rate Jafar is pretty good. Uh, We we find out he just he just wants to convince Pinocchio to sign this contract so that he'll be uh, so that he'll lose his freedom and therefore undermine. The Good
0: Mother. That's her name.
1: That's her name. Yep,
0: I was about to to say a different name, but that wouldn't be her name. The Fairy Good Mother. Good Mother, as she is called. The whole, like, big scary scene at the end of the movie is a man who's really tall shouting at a kid saying, Sign away your freedom. Yep. Which is scary, but not for the reasons that I think this movie wants it to be. (laughs)
1: I feel like a lot of children got scarred from this because that's what they say in the comments. They're all like saying, oh, he was too scary for me. And I was like, yeah, he is. He's trying to force a man into signing a contract he doesn't want to do. (laughs) That's terrifying. It's
0: really scary.
1: They have this whole thing where it's like, sign this contract. You had your fun. Now you have to sign the contract. But Pinocchio is like, I don't want to sign the contract. And I was like, yeah, but that's not how it worked. You agreed
0: to sign this contract. No, no, he didn't, though. Because they didn't get it in writing before he entered the club that he would sign the contract. Yes. That would be a separate contract. So he could just walk away at this moment. Pinocchio could leave. Correct, Sancho. Except, except this is on film. (laughs) (laughs) You've got me
1: there, legally.
0: (laughs) This was on film.
1: Yeah! Ha <laughs> <laughs> I've got you there.
0: Ah. So he is like, I don't want to. And
1: then they're like, well, you have to. But then he just doesn't. So they throw him in a dungeon. They pull him back up again
0: uh, after talking about how evil the evil guy is. <laughs> That was a weird... There's so many moments of that movie where, like, they resolve a scene, have a useless exposition scene, and then bring that scene back up again.
1: Yeah, it's really dumb. I hate it. It's very stupid. I hate it I mean, this whole ending is him turning back into a puppet again, and then not...
0: Just like the start of the movie.
1: (laughs) Just, like, literally halfway through the movie just beforehand. It's just the ending again. And um, the bad guy's like, you know what? I like you. I'm going to give you all this stuff and let you leave.
0: Yeah, the Emperor of the Night is like, I'll give you the jewellery box and also your friends. Is that it? Your friends and your girlfriend. Yes, I'm going to give you Twinkles. I'm going to give you the ownership of, of the girl that you love, Twinkles.
1: And then Pinocchio's like, oh, cool. Everything's great. But then the bad guy's like, ha ha. But have you looked inside the little cage thing? I wonder why the movie set you up to bring a cage, a tiny golden cage over. It couldn't be because inside there's someone in there and then they open it up and oh no, his dad's in there. Geppetto's been shrunk. Yeah. What? Shrunk Geppetto. I don't know.
0: Um, Honey, I shrunk Geppetto. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's the joke I'm trying to make there. (laughs) Honey, I shrunk the Geppetto. Show us that. That would be so much more interesting than half the movie. Show us Geppetto being shrunk. Anyway. Anyway, it doesn't
1: matter. And then Pinocchio's like, oh my God, please turn him back. I'll give you anything. And then they like sign the contract. So he goes and signs the contract.
0: No, Pinocchio realizes that he has the power to choose his future. But he literally just signs the contract. He does sign the contract. But as soon as he finishes signing the contract, he realises the power that he has. Yep. The power of choosing. And he lights up with a blue aura. And he's like, I have the power! Wait, he's gone fucking super sane. What's fucking going on? And then the ship catches on fire for no reason at all. Well, yeah, because he defies he defies the, the evil guy. And the evil
1: guy's like, What? But you signed the fucking contract. That's not fair. I legally have you. Like, but he's like, Nah, I don't accept your laws and your legal ramifications. What I is this? I break the contract. What is I this? I rebel movie? against the authority.
0: Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't fight back a bad contract. Yeah. Because you should. Yeah. If you were tricked into signing a contract, 100% fight it. Use all the power of the law that you possibly can uh, to fight back against that contract that is within your rights. I think that's awesome. Why would you put that in a kid's movie? Yep. Just have Pinocchio not sign the contract. Yep. Just have him realise his power, get the blue aura, light the ship on fire, end of the movie can happen. Why does he have to sign the contract? Yeah, why
1: not have the puppeteer man try and puppet him to sign the contract that would have been interesting but as he turns into a puppet he's like but i have the power of choice and i choose not to sign it or something like that yeah i don't know there was better endings to this this movie they run they run through the ship as it's burning down
0: oh no but they encounter a very large door
1: yes a very large door and so how how do they escape this very large door, Sandro? It's the well, final message of the movie.
0: You see, the only reason people care about Pinocchio is because when he lies, his nose gets really big.
1: That's one of his key features that I remember from the first movie,
0: the good movie, the Disney movie. And they haven't done that in this film up until this point, so they do it now. He tells a bunch of lies and his nose grows and he uses his very long nose to open the door. Then he's got to tell a bunch of truth to revert the lie the lesson being if you lie to escape a bad guy just tell the truths and you will be good i mean i think
1: i think really the lesson there is you can lie your way out of any situation
0: that's the lesson sign a bad contract and then lie your way out yeah correct and you'll have no
1: consequences whatsoever for your actions. No,
0: because you burnt the record label on fire. I mean, the evil yes. emperor's ship on fire. <laughs>
1: oh my God. Um, But also, I like how he tells truths to get his nose to shrink. Yep. And he says, like, I'll never, ever do anything bad again. And then it, like, grows forward because that's clearly a lie because he will do it in the future at some point. And then he's like, oh, I'll try. And then it shrinks. I thought that was actually a genuinely good line (laughs) in the film. That was a pretty funny joke. That actually made me laugh, because I was like, aha, yes. Because clearly he's absolutely going to do something bad in the future. Mm. There's no way he avoids that, but yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah, no, that was good. I do agree. That was quite funny. I laughed at that. So the carnival ship is about to blow up. Uh, but the emperor of the night grabs Geppetto, uh, and you're like, "Oh no, not Geppetto!" But then the bee flies up, and because Geppetto has been shrunk, the bee can just grab Geppetto. And then Pinocchio's like, "I have the power!" and just force blasts the emperor.
1: No, he walks into him.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. He uses. I, I can't remember. He sacrifices
1: himself for the sins of his friend. And they are saved.
0: Yeah, and the whole ship blows up, sending all the supporting cast flown onto a nearby beach, except it's the beach of a river, not an actual ocean beach. Mm. They're thrown onto the beach, and they all wake up, and they're like, oh no, Pinocchio died. Oh no, how sad. He sacrificed himself to save us. Then Pinocchio just shows up, and it's like, yo, what's up? Yep, And he's like, wow, what an adventure that was. Such a shame. I couldn't save Twinkle, the puppet that probably wasn't sentient that I have a giant crush on. And then we hear a girl's voice being like, oh are you talking God. about me? And then Pinocchio and a puppet called Twinkle live happily ever after. The fairy godmother turns everyone human or whatever and G Willikers joins the flying B Corps. That's
1: the end of this film.
0: Look, January movie award. Yeah, oh my
1: goodness. <laughs> this is the most January movie... I mean, it's close to January. It's very close. It's the end of the year, so really, I feel like this is an early January. <laughs> it's not technically you
0: know? a true January award, because that would have to come out next week yes. for it to be true January. But it's it's very close. Add and remove, add good things, remove bad things. Uh, remove the movie, watch the first one. Watch another movie based off the original novel, is what you mean to say.
1: Yes, yeah, that's what I... (laughs) Sorry, yeah, 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 because there isn't a first one to this film, because this is a standalone film that's a sequel to the
0: books. Yes, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Alright, so, look, look... This is the last Rotten Reviews of the year. (sighs) So it's vitally important that all these reviews, all these reviews would be good. Unfortunately, none of them were. Not a single one was good or even that funny. (laughs) So it's time. It's time for Rotten Reviews! I've just got to... If you haven't had Rotten Reviews, this is the last episode of the year. You've had plenty of episodes beforehand.
0: (laughs) Maybe you're just a big fan of Pinocchio and the Emperor of the Night. And if you are, you've probably stopped listening at this point (laughs) because... We have done ev like, we have talked yes. bad about this movie for so long.
1: Yes, so I feel like you're not listening. Therefore, I still don't need to explain it. So, <laughs>
0: Gillian says. Oh, you're just not going to explain it at all. I'm not going you're to explain not, you're it. You're not yeah, even that's going to right. cite what website you got these reviews from.
1: Nope, I'm not. I'm just jumping into it. I'm finishing off the year because I want to fucking leave. <laughs> I want to go to next year now. I want out of this situation, Sancho. right, Gillian says, This was my favourite movie as a child. I watched it every time I went to stay with my aunt and uncle. Smiley face.
0: Uh, Five out of five, surely. It's 4.5
1: out of five. Don't
0: know why I even... (sighs) Uh,
1: Jesus says... uh, No relation, because it's Jesus D.
0: Jesus D's...
1: Shut up. (laughs) Nope. Uh, Not better than the Disney version of Pinocchio by any means. But still very entertaining.
0: It's going to be like a 2.
1: It's a 3.5. It's
0: a 3.5.
1: And finally, to end Rotten Reviews for the entire year, to round us off, we have Hannah, who says, Oh, come on, I'm not 5.
0: That could be every review for every film we've done this year. <laughs> yeah.
1: But the the target audience is clearly five. So clearly you're not the target audience from this film Hannah. That's, that's
0: good. That's a good review. Yeah. Oh, God. I want to say it's 0.5, but it, it's going to be higher. But just, for for my integrity, I'm guessing 0.5.
1: Well, Sandro, for the very
0: last Rotten Review of the year,
1: you get it right! It's
0: 0.5! There we go! What? Whoa! Turns out the real Emperor of Night was all the reviews we guessed correctly along the (laughs) way. (laughs) And with that, we end this terrible, terrible, terrible movie. And this year i was gonna say terrible year but it wasn't too bad mm. i don't know wild idea i know but we might need to have an entire episode to just discuss how the year went yeah yeah i'd like to do a recap episode absolutely yeah like maybe we pick i don't know best action movie of the year best horror film of the year best film of the year
1: do some sort uh, of some sort of award yeah ceremony because we've given so many awards this year, maybe we should do an official award <laughs> ceremony. We were quite loose with the awards. <laughs> yes, but I want to tighten it up. I want to tight. To, to to do a, a nice, light sort of award ceremony yep. where we maybe go o- over uh, some of the awards we gave out through the year and discuss why did we do that, mm. you know? I like this idea I a lot. I feel like that would be a good thing to do.
0: All right, we'll do that next week. A year in review for 1987 mm. uh, as our first episode of 2021. Uh, there will be changes that the show will go through, much like a young lad turned into a real boy. There's going to be changes going into 2022. I hate that so much. (laughs) Going into 2022... Uh, We'll talk more more about that next week, but there might be a theme tune. There might be some new segments. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? knows? We'll figure it out. We'll find
1: out. It'll be fun. We're going to change things up, as we do every year. Exactly.
0: And so, uh, yeah, we'll be there next week. If you are uh, still listening, thank you so much. We'll see you then. If not, you're not even hearing this. So, good riddance, I guess. Yeah. Sorry we made fun of this movie that you like. I guess. Mm. I mean, I'm
1: not sorry. I thought it was pretty decent at times and very bad. All the other
0: times. (laughs) (laughs) If you like the show, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Uh, We're not on Twitter, but we are on YouTube. We are on every single podcasting and music based platform that you could possibly think of all the links in the episode description plus Patreon. Patreon. There is a new episode dropping on Patreon this Friday, and just if you thought that this couldn't get any worse, we are reviewing Police Academy 6. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, The Lost Boys is out right now. Will of Time, Dune, uh, Police Academy 6 is, is up on Wednesday. Check that out. Link in the description if you want. There's nothing to pick for next week, so I guess we just do the quote then. Yeah. Feels a bit weird, actually.
1: Hey, Sandra, do you want to pick an award show that we're doing maybe at some point? Your choices are doing it or not doing it. What do you want to
0: choose? Well, well to be a bit controversial, my choice is going to be... I'll pick doing it.
1: Ah, there we go. Nice choice. I think that's a solid choice. Leave us with your favourite quote, Sandro. What? Uh, No,
0: no, 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 no. What's your favourite quote? What's your favourite quote?
1: My favourite quote? Well, (laughs) I would love to have all these quotes written down that I loved from the movie. (laughs) Uh, But what I have to go with is, Hey, you, (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Sign this contract, you dumb-dumb. You dumb, stupid child. Ugh. We have you film.
0: To be fair, though, not the first time I've heard that while inside a Vegas nightclub.
1: Ah. <laughs> hey. Nice. I uh,
0: haven't left the state in ages. Um, <laughs> My favourite quote is, I'm Geppetto, and I do a fart at the start of this movie.
1: <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. It's just a fat sound. You're dumb and you're wrong, Sanjo. You're dumb and wrong. I
0: may be dumb, but I am correct because I have the power of choosing to be correct.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, no! I, as the Dark Lord, is defeated from having fun... (laughs) from having all this fun and Uh. choices. No! No! Just the perfect movie to end on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ah, I can't wait to see the look on his face. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more.